Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is my motherfucking self. Uh, I am doing a solo episode for a couple of reasons. First reason being, um, this episode comes out on Sunday, March 31st, which is actually my 30th birthday. So yay, happy birthday to me. Woohoo. Yay for aging. Secondly, I have been wanting to do a skincare dedicated episode since the inception of this fucking podcast. And I kept trying to think of which guest would be appropriate. And honestly, I just kept thinking like, I don't need a fucking guest. Like I can, I can tell you all the things. And I do want to clarify, I am not a dermatologist. I am just a crazy person. So I know that you might be thinking, oh, this bitch just like gloves going on Sephora and buying skincare and just buys whatever bestseller or whatever YouTuber product fucking is recommended to her. Wrong. I literally research every ingredient in every product I use. I am a freak. Like when I go talk to my dermatologist, he is deeply concerned because he was like, why do you know these things? Like I'll go to a dermatologist with a question, but I... I'll already have the answer to the question. So I'm just there for him to fucking confirm it for me, basically. Shout out to Dr. P. He deals with my bullshit. Anyway, so I just thought that, yeah, I'm going to just do this fucking episode and it's my birthday. So let's just make it all about Noor because that's what birthdays are all about. And if you want to do me a favor for my fucking birthday, leave me a five-star review or a five-star rating as well as a review. Tell a friend, any friend, pick a friend, one fucking friend and be like, yo, you should listen to this fucking podcast. This bitch is crazy. She loves skincare. You know, check it out. Um, You can use your own words, obviously. I also want to note that I have been sick for like two weeks. And if I start coughing violently, I apologize in advance, but like I can't control my coughing because I I'm sick. Okay. Uh, enough yammering. I am going to just tell you about the products that I use for my skincare regimen day and night. And then I'm going to answer a shit ton of your fucking questions. And I noticed that so many of these questions are the same question over and over again. So if anything, rest assured knowing that you're not alone in whatever skincare struggle or journey you're going through. There are so many other people out there who are dealing with the same bullshit and I'm going to try my very best to help you. Again, just want to reiterate, I am not a dermatologist, but I just feel like you will be more informed on skincare after this episode, if anything. Um, so yeah, I just want to like fucking get into it. So basically, I have combination skin that sometimes gets dehydrated. And I'm going to get into what the difference is between dry skin and dehydrating skin a little later. But for right now, all you need to know is I have combination skin, meaning I can get a little oily in my T-zone and my cheeks can get a little dry, not like dry and flaky, but just not as oily as the center of my face, if that makes any sense. Uh, My skin also kind of is closer to normal than combination, meaning it's not super dry. It's not super oily, but my skin was not always like this. I've gone through phases where my skin has been incredibly dehydrated. I have gone through phases where my skin has been incredibly oily. At this point in my life, my skin is combination to normal. Um, so now that you know that, let's just fucking talk about my skin. Um, every morning I wake up, I rinse my face with cold water. I really like using cold water, especially in the morning. It just kind of wakes up my skin, gets blood circulating. And also you're not really opening up your pores too much. You're kind of tightening and sealing up your pores, which is a good look for anyone. No one wants fucking giant visible pores. I don't think there's anyone out there who's like, you know what? I wish I had more visible pores. Like I just wish everyone knew exactly where the fuck my pores were. So I rinsed my face with a little bit of cold water and I recently started using a cleanser in the morning. I don't think that you need to use a cleanser in the morning. I just kind of do whatever I feel like my skin needs. And recently I have felt like my skin needs a little bit of a cleanser in the morning. So I like to reach for something that's really gentle. I am currently using the Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser. Um, This was recently reformulated actually less than a year ago. This cleanser originally came out probably seven years ago and that was the first time I tried it. And I really loved the original formula and it was also in a pump which I really love anything that's in a pump because it's super fucking hygienic. Now it's in a squeezy tube bottle, which is kind of annoying, but it's also cheaper now, which is kind of fun and fresh. 
but I use the Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser because it's a super gentle, non-stripping cleanser. It's just gonna give my face a quick cleanse without being super harsh. It's made with French green clay and it just feels really nice on your skin. Um, so it's just kind of like a quick cleanse. After that, I'm gonna pat my face dry. I'm never like, you know, rubbing, pulling, tugging with a towel. You guys should already know the basics or I mean, if you don't, I'm so sorry. But then I immediately go in with my under eye products. Um, I recently, in the last year and a half, have started using an under eye serum. It's not something that you need at all. This is just something that I like to do, mainly because I get sent a shit ton of product. And if I'm getting sent an under eye serum, why the fuck not? Um, the under eye serum I'm using right now is by this French ass brand called Revive, R-E-V-I-V-E with a weird fucking accent on the first E, so I don't know how that's pronounced, but it's their anti-aging eye serum. I really like this eye serum, and as after like three weeks of using it, I was telling my friend about it, and then I realized that it was like $300. So don't fucking buy this, because it's $300, and as much as I like it, it's not worth $300. Um, I have been using it interchangeably with another under eye serum. The other one that I'm using is by Dr. Dennis Gross and it's the Ferulic under eye serum. I genuinely, again, don't think anyone really needs an under eye serum, but it's just kind of like an extra step, kind of like preventative, you know, nothing bad is going to happen if you use an under eye serum. But yeah, I like this one by Revive because it has kind of like a reflective texture to it, meaning it's going to bring light to the under eye area. And throughout the week, I don't tend to wear makeup. So anything that's going to help make my under eye circles look less dark, I'm fucking into it. So I go in with my under eye serum and then immediately after I use the star product, which is my under eye cream. It's also by Sunday Riley, which is going to be the theme of this motherfucking episode because I love Sunday Riley guys. I'm not being paid to talk about any of these products. I want to make that abundantly fucking clear. I love Sunday Riley, like actually deeply love Sunday Riley. Like if I could marry a skincare brand, it would be Sunday Riley. In fact, if I could marry an under eye cream, it would be autocorrect by Sunday Riley because I've been using under eye cream since I was 22. So I've been using under eye cream for eight years. I have tried almost every under eye cream that exists, like the Kiehl's Creamy Avocado, the Origins bullshit one that just kind of make, gives the illusion that your under eyes are brighter. But like, guys, it's a fucking peach toned under eye cream. Obviously, it's going to give the illusion that you have brighter eyes. Come on. It's just simple color correcting. But this under eye cream by Sunday Riley actually is the first eye cream I've ever used that I've seen a difference in my dark circles, which are genetic, but also they're amplified by other things like not being fully hydrated, not getting enough sleep, stress, blah, blah, blah. So under eye circles are genetic for the most part, but like I said, they can be worsened by other, you know, factors. So this under eye cream actually helps with my dark circles. So if that's a concern of yours, highly recommend trying their under eye cream. It's amazing. It also has caffeine in it. So it's going to kind of perk up your under eyes immediately. Give it a little bit of a deep puffing look. It's also supposed to help with fine lines. Like I said, I've been using eye cream since my early 20s. So I don't actually have any fine lines around my eyes, which is something I'm very proud of, to be quite honest with you, because I see other people who are my age and even younger, and those fuckers got fucking crow's feet and shit, and I have nothing, but I also wear sunglasses all the time, so that's helping the situation, because the sun, for the most part, is pretty fucking evil and bad for your skin. This is just something that, again, you should know, and if you don't, I'm so sorry, um, but now you know. It's also worth mentioning that the reason I go in with my under eye products before anything else is because the skin under your eyes is completely different than the skin under your face. It's a lot thinner, it's a lot more delicate, and it's easily irritated. So if I go in with my under eye products first, I can guarantee that I'm not getting any of my face products under my eyes, if that makes any sense. So I always go in with an under eye product first before I do anything to my face. Um, and then as far as my face goes during the day, I love using a vitamin C serum and there are so many amazing vitamin C serums available. Like honestly, just as long as it's 
has vitamin C in it and it comes in a bottle that's dark and you keep it, it out of sunlight, like you should be good because it's a super active ingredient. That's why the bottles should be dark. That's why you should keep it out of the light. Um, and then also using vitamin C during the day is great because when you use it in conjunction with a sunscreen, which if you don't wear a sunscreen, just stop fucking listening. Just fucking go buy a sunscreen like immediately right now. Just stop everything that you're doing. Go buy a sunscreen. Um, I'm not even fucking joking. But anyway, uh, your sunscreen will basically amplify your vitamin C serum. So it's really great to use a vitamin C during the day. Um, vitamin C is basically just going to help brighten your skin. Um, if you have any hyperpigmentation, dark spots, acne, scars, not scars as in like indentations in your face, but scars as in like a mark or darkness on your face, which is known as hyperpigmentation. If you have any of that, vitamin C is going to help with it. It's just going to help even out your skin tone, which again, who doesn't want that? Everyone wants that. Come on, let's be fucking real. Um, the vitamin C serum I'm using at the moment is by Kiehl's and it's the powerful strength line reducing concentrate. I don't know why I had difficulty saying concentrate, but I did. And it has 12.5% vitamin C and it also has hyaluronic acid, which again, we're going to talk a little bit more about hyaluronic acid in a second. I feel like a fucking infomercial right now, but <laughs> I'm just trying to be as organized as possible. Um, so I go in with a vitamin C serum. The reason I like this vitamin C serum is because a lot of times with a vitamin C, the consistency of it tends to like kind of ball up on your face if you're using other products after, which I mean, you're obviously going to not just put on a vitamin C and then be like, okay, I'm done. Bye. I'm leaving. See you later. Um, so I like that this formula kind of immediately sinks into your skin, which is actually rare for vitamin C. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind as far as the vitamin C goes. A good rule of thumb is you wait 60 seconds after applying your vitamin C to go in with any other product. But if you're like me, I don't really have fucking time because I'm already late for work or wherever I'm going. So I want something that's going to not be an issue. So I really like this one by um, Kiehl's. Again, it has hyaluronic acid, which is a plus for me. So I really fuck with that. And then I will go in with a moisturizer. Now, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I am not married to any particular moisturizer. I think all moisturizers are essentially the same fucking thing. Some of them have some extra fun stuff in them, but for the most part, it's a moisturizer. They're all going to have kind of the same ingredients. You're really paying for the brand and the packaging, just being completely honest with you, especially for daytime. Um... At the moment, I am using one by One Ocean Beauty. I actually just ran out of it. And I just opened a new moisturizer today by Dermalogica, but I'm not going to speak on it because I used it for the first time ever today. But the One Ocean Beauty moisturizer was, in fact, moisturizing. Um, so check, good for you, One Ocean Beauty. And it's also like good for the environment and all that shit. So I really did enjoy using that product and I would recommend giving it a try. It a little, it is a little more expensive, but you're kind of more so paying for the fact that they're environmentally conscious. So if you care about that, then, you know, hooray. Um, but also worth mentioning, First Aid Beauty does a really good moisturizer. Very simple. Belief does a really good moisturizer. They have like a couple of moisturizers that are all really good. Clinique, first moisturizer I ever used in my fucking life to my knowledge, and it was great. But yeah, you can get a Neutrogena moisturizer. You can literally get any moisturizer. Basically, spend the least amount of money on a moisturizer because anything that says that it's a moisturizer will probably moisturize your face unless you have incredibly dry skin, which is more so a genetic thing, and you should probably be doing more stuff, which again, we're going to get into that later, but... Yeah, basically I just slap on a moisturizer and then immediately go in with my SPF, which is arguably the most important part of your skincare regimen, in my opinion. If you're not using a sunscreen, I really honestly feel like everything you're doing for your skin is completely pointless. Like truly, genuinely, if you don't use SPF, everything you're doing is for nothing because the sun is just going to fuck up all your hard work. So if you're this chick who's out there buying all this skincare and doing masks and getting facials, but not wearing SPF, it's pointless. It's basically like, it's just fucking stupid. So if you don't use an SPF, just fucking go buy one, please. Any SPF, I don't care. The SPF that I really like is by La Roche-Posay. You can get it at like CVS, um, Walgreens, Target. I order it online, but it's their Anthelos Antioxidant Serum and it's an SPF 50. 
Um, I like this for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's SPF 50, dope. Um, second of all, it's a serum-like consistency. So if you're familiar with serums, it's very thin, absorbs quickly, and feels really light on the skin, which is not what SPFs are generally known for. But we're at the point in 2019 where there are so many sunscreens that are also light and serum-like. Um, Neutrogena does a good one. Um, there's just a lot of really good sunscreens out there. I've tried Supergoop sunscreens and I've used them up. Um, I didn't dislike them, but I did feel like there was a lot of silicone in them, which some people like that. I don't like to feel like my sunscreen is silicone-y. I want it to feel like either a gel or a serum, and I just want it to just kind of disappear on my skin. So if that's something that you're into, then you'll fucking like it a lot. And it's La Roche-Posay. It's like just the best brand ever. One of the greatest skincare brands ever. It's not going to irritate your skin. It's all very scientifically made. So you're not paying for packaging or anything. You're really just paying for good quality ingredients. Um, and then the last step is just like a lip balm. I never leave the house without a lip balm on. I like using the Laneige lip sleeping mask. Um, I also like using a lip balm. Well, it's actually technically a multi-use stick, but it's by a brand called Coco Kind, and it's their My Matcha stick. You can order it online, but I'm pretty sure you can also get it at like Whole Foods and like health food stores. But yeah, the Laneige sleeping, lip sleeping mask um, is just a really hydrating lip balm, basically. So that's why they call it a lip sleeping mask, but it's just an extra hydrating lip balm. And then the Coco Kind My Matcha stick, also super fucking hydrating. These are two lip balms that I would recommend. I've tried a shit ton of lip balms and these two are the two that I've used that actually make my skin or make my lips feel like not dry and shitty in five minutes. So that's kind of fun and fresh. And then moving into my evening skincare routine, um, if I have makeup on, I double cleanse, meaning I use two cleansers. If I don't have makeup on, I just go in with the same Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser that I use in the morning. But in the evening, if I have makeup on, I like going in with an oil-based oil <laughs> cleanser. Um, again, I'm not married to one oil-based cleanser. There's a couple of ones that I've tried that I think are really good. Um, Biosance makes a really good cleansing oil, and they're like a clean brand. So if you're into that, dope. Um, Dermalogica Pre-Cleanse, also amazing. Tatcha Camilla Oil Cleanser, super luxurious, super nice, amazing at makeup removal. Um, Kiehl's Midnight Recovery Oil Cleanser, also really nice, smells really good, really nice in the evening. Um, but yeah, any type of oil-based cleanser is what I will use to remove my makeup. So when you're using an oil-based cleanser, you want to put it on to dry skin, which sounds really weird, but you basically, you're going to pump the cleanser into your hands and immediately apply it to your skin. Do not wet your face. And then you're going to rinse it off with a water-based cleanser, like the Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser, which is what I like to do. Um, and I, I've tried other cleansers. Honestly, the Sunday Riley Ceramic Skin Ceramic Slip Cleanser has been one of my favorite cleansers. Um, I'm not super fussy about cleansers, but you know, some of them can be extremely drying and stripping to your face. So that's just something to keep in mind. If it foams too much, it's probably drying your skin out. So if you have dry or dehydrated skin and you're using a super foamy cleanser, it's not the move. So don't fucking do that. After I, you know, dry my face, it's going to be eye serum, eye cream, same as a morning. So I go in with the Revive under eye serum and then the Sunday Riley eye cream. And then everything that happens after this is all kind of dependent on what my skin is like that day. Um, I don't rotate too many products because I don't think that you should be trying a new product every day, but it's like a handful of products that I use based off of my skin concerns. Um, so Basically, the third step after cleansing an eye treatment is going to be some type of serum. Um, if my skin is feeling a little dehydrated, more dehydrated than usual, I like to go in with a hyaluronic acid serum. The one that I'm using right now is actually by L'Oreal. Shout out to Maria because she gave me this and said that it was really good. It's fragrance-free. I've been using it for like a week and a half, and I actually really fucking like it. And it's L'Oreal, so it's cheap. Well, it's not like super cheap, but it's not as expensive as basically everything else that I'm going to talk about. But yeah, it's the L'Oreal 1.5% Pure Hyaluronic Acid Revitalift. And yeah, it's a nice serum. I fuck with it. Um, so that's if my skin is feeling a little dehydrated. And then 
let's say um, I have, you know, recently had a breakout and there's like kind of like a little remnant or dark spot that I'm trying to get rid of. I'll go in with the Dr. Dennis Gross Clinical Grade IPL Dark Spot Correcting Serum. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about this product again when I get to answering the questions. But yeah, this is a great product for if you have hyperpigmentation, uneven skin tone, acne scarring, anything like that, basically any discoloration on your skin that you're trying to correct, this is the fucking product for you. I know that it's kind of expensive, but it actually works. And I can't say that about many skincare products that are claiming to help with hyperpigmentation. So yeah. Um, another treatment that I will reach for is probably one of my all-time favorite skincare products ever. I've been using this for seven years. It's by Sunday Riley and it's their Good Genes Lactic Acid Treatment. Um, I love this shit. We're going to talk about it when I answer your questions, but just I fucking love it. Um, another treatment or serum that's on rotation throughout the week, depending on my skincare concern, is a retinoid. Um, basically, if I feel like my skin looks good, and I don't need any of those other things I just mentioned, I'm going to use a retinoid. That's just going to be the first thing I gravitate towards. Again, the retinoid I like is by Sunday Riley. I, this sounds sponsored as fuck. I promise it's not. I wish it was. Um, it's their A plus high dose retinoid serum. I love it. It's fucking great. Another retinoid that's a little bit more affordable is by The Ordinary. The only difference is the product by The Ordinary is a 2% retinoid. And this one by Sunday Riley is a 6.5% which is actually pretty fucking high. So if you've never used retinoid before, the ordinary one is actually a great one to start with. Um, I've been using retinoids for a little while now, so I'm using a fucking big boy and A plus by Sunday Riley is fucking, it's A plus. Wow, that was really corny, Nora. Great, awesome, perfect, love that. So after I go in with whatever fucking skin treatment or serum I want, I will always go in with an oil. Um, actually, sometimes I'll use oil before the treatment. It just depends on which one has a thinner consistency. But the two oils that I'm rotating right now, oh fuck, this one's by Sunday Riley, Jesus Christ. It's a CEO Glow Vitamin C and Turmeric Face Oil. Um, turmeric is anti-inflammatory. Vitamin C is great for brightening and it's just a really hydrating you know, product. It also has evening primrose in it. It's just, it's a really good fucking oil. And I would recommend it to anyone who wants to dabble in oils. Um, all the Sunday Riley oils are great. Their Juno oil is also one of my personal favorites. Um, but yeah, like I said, there are two oils that I'll rotate depending on how I feel like my skin is that week or that day. So the other oil I really like is by Kiehl's and it's their Cannabis Sativa Seed Oil Herbal Concentrate. And it says that it's for blemish prone skin. Now I'm going to be fucking honest with you. When I read the name of this, I was like, wow, this is really corny. Um, they're really trying to, you know, play up this weed thing and make it sound real cool. But it's actually really fucking good at like calming your skin and kind of giving your skin a more balanced feel if that makes any sense. It's also non-communogenic. Most products by Kiehl's are non-communogenic, which means that they're not going to clog your pores, which is great. A lot of people think that oils are going to be bad for their skin, especially if they have oily skin. Everyone can use an oil. You just have to use the right oils. Um, so you, for the most part, want to use a non-communogenic oil, regardless of your skin type. But yeah, I really like this. And then I like to seal everything in at night with a really rich cream or like a night mask. Um, some products that I, well, two products that I rotate right now. One is the Kiehl's Overnight Firming Mask. Um, so it's an overnight mask. I like to seal everything in with that. Or I'll use the La Mer Moisturizing Cream, which is very expensive. Um, I, like I said, I'm a skincare junkie. I like using products. I'm going to be honest with you, it is really nice and moisturizing and it makes your skin feel nice and it's really thick and great and it's so great to use at night because that's when your skin is doing the most work, but you really don't need to buy it. If you have extra cash, go for it, but honestly, it's not that great. If there is a product by La Mer or if you really just want to try a product by La Mer, get their fucking, God damn it, what's it called? It's their oil. I'm pretty sure they only have one. I can't even, it's like revitalizing oil. Renewal oil, that's what it's called, the renewal oil. 
that shit is actually dope. So if there's a product by La Mer that you're like, you know what, I, just, I really want to try La Mer, get the renewal oil, the moisturizing cream, it's good. But like I said, moisturizers are all kind of the fucking same. Um, and then as always, before I go to bed, I put on a fucking lip balm. I use the Laneige um, lip sleeping mask for the most part. And that is my evening skincare routine. Holy shit. I've been talking about my skincare routine for like 20 minutes. That's upsetting. Well, now that I'm done yammering about my fucking skin, I'm going to answer your questions. And I got so many questions, like I said before. So I'm going to try to go through these as quickly as possible. But as you can tell, I have a problem not talking a lot when it comes to skincare. Um, One of the questions I received is, how many times a day do you wash and moisturize your face? Which I thought was a really interesting question. Um, honestly, I only wash my face in the morning and at night, sometimes throughout the day, if I don't have makeup on and I plan on doing my makeup, I will wash my face. Um, sometimes not even with a face wash, just a quick kind of rinse with water. Or if, you know, I want to do a face mask before I go to bed, I'm obviously going to wash my face before the face mask, but then I'm probably not going to wash my face again after, except for if I have to rinse off the face mask. So yeah. Okay. Sometimes three times a day, but for the most part, twice a day. And then as far as moisturizer goes, anytime I'm washing my face, I'm going to put a moisturizer on after. Um, I live in Florida. The quality of water is fucking terrible and it dries the hell out of your skin. So I have to go over the moisturizer. Um, I received a question, suggestions for a good eye cream or eye care regimen. If there's one eye cream product that you should try, it's the Sunday Riley Start Over Eye Cream. I swear to fucking God. It's the best eye cream I've ever used. Um, as far as an eye care regimen goes, if you want to take the extra step, like I said, you can use an eye serum, um, but not super necessary. I do like under eye patches. Peter Thomas Roth makes amazing under eye patches. I really like their um, cucumber ones. I like the gold ones. They also have blue ones, which I believe are hyaluronic acid like just super, you know, hydrating basically for your under eye. I like to keep those in the fridge. Um, if you have puffy under eyes, I like to use this ice roller that I got from Amazon. It's literally like 10 or $11 and I keep it in my freezer and I will just gently roll it under my eyes, starting from my inner corner and working my way out super gently. That really helps with puffiness, um, anywhere on your face, but especially under your eyes, it's really fucking great. So yeah. Someone asked, what's the best product for under your eyes and eyelids that will also brighten them? Um, Like I said, I really like Sunday Riley, but if you want kind of like instant gratification, meaning like "Mm, you're maybe in your early 20s, you don't give a fuck. You just want something that's going to immediately make your under eyes look brighter. I know that I was shitting on that Origins under eye cream earlier, but it has a peachy undertone to it. So it's going to cancel out the darkness under your eyes and give the illusion that your under eye is brighter. So long-term meaning in the future, it's not actually making your under eyes brighter, but it will make them look brighter when you put the cream on. So if that's something that you want to do, you don't feel like putting on a concealer, I guess that's a good option. But honestly, I'm more of a long-term kind of girl. So I want it to help my skin over time and not just be putting some shit under my eyes and look good that day. I want it to look good forever. Um, So yeah. I received a question that says, educate me on glycolic acid and retinols. And so this is something that I'm really excited to explain to you guys because I feel like you hear these ingredients all the time. You know that they're good for your skin, but you're like, what the fuck actually are they? So glycolic acid is an alpha hydroxy acid, um, commonly used under the acronym AHA. So you'll see AHA on like a lot of products. Basically, alpha hydroxy acids are naturally occurring fruit acids that help loosen the dead skin cells that sit like on the very, very top layer of your skin. So it's not really going very deep into your skin. It's just very superficial, but it basically is getting rid of those rid of those dead skin cells which will immediately make your skin look brighter um you're gonna have less blackheads so your pores are going to be less likely to get clogged your pores will generally be smaller and if you have keratosis polaris which is this dry skin thing that some people have on their body i actually have it where you basically have like little bumps sometimes on like the back of your arms sometimes on your thighs everyone kind of has it in different places but they're most commonly on the back of your arms or on your thighs, you are going to definitely want to use a product with glycolic acid. Um, 
And I did receive a question about body care stuff. So I'm just going to go ahead and fucking mention this right now. It's a product by Kane and Austin and it's a 15% glycolic body retexturizing lotion. Even if you don't have super dry skin, if you want your skin to look fucking glowy and bomb, this shit is it. It's going to exfoliate the fuck out of your skin and make it look super glowy and yeah. I just, I mean, I use it because I have KP or keratosis pilaris, but your skin can be perfectly fine and it's probably still the fucking move. Um, so yeah, so that's what glycolic acid is. It's an alpha hydroxy acid. Another alpha hydroxy acid is lactic acid, which is in Good Genes by Sunday Riley, which I love and would fucking marry if I could. I prefer lactic acid as far as alpha hydroxy acids go. Um, it's pretty similar to glycolic where it gets rid of your dead skin. Um, but it's way more gentle than glycolic acid. So glycolic acid is better for more oily or acne prone ish skin. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Not even acne, acne prone skin, just more oily skin. Lactic acid is a lot more gentle and it's still gonna, you know, get rid of the dead skin, making your skin look brighter. Your pores are going to look smaller. It's going to help with discoloration. And it also will increase the ceramides in your skin. Uh, well, your skin's protective barrier. And ceramides are basically lipids or natural oils that naturally occur in your skin and help form your skin's barrier and retain moisture, which you, you want to make sure you're protecting your skin barrier because if your skin barrier is fucked, then your fucking skin is fucked. Like if you're using a lot of harsh products on your skin, just know that your skin barrier is fucked. So that's why as far as acids go, because everyone loves to use an acid, it's going to instantly make your skin look good. I prefer lactic versus versus um, glycolic just because, again, it's just gentle. Um, and yeah, it, it also increases ceramides, which is great, and water retention in your skin, which is fucking great. So you're retaining more moisture in your skin. Um, it's preventing congestion, clogged pores, and improves the pigmentation of your skin. So your skin is just generally going to look brighter, more even. As far as acids go, the recommended use is usually two times a week. That's what your dermatologist is going to tell you. I am a crazy person, so I use it a little more frequently than that. But also like know your own skin and see what works for you. Um, everyone has different skin, but if you've never used an acid before, I would recommend a lactic acid and I would recommend using it only twice a week, not during the daytime, at nighttime. I will use a lactic acid sometimes during the day, but again, I've been using lactic acid for a really long time, so my skin is pretty resilient to it. And if you're using a lactic acid, you have to make sure you're using a sunscreen, which you should be fucking using anyway. So fuck you if you're not, but if you're using a lactic acid, for the love of God, put on a fucking sunscreen during the day. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I really like Good Genes as far as a lactic acid treatment goes. And uh, Good Genes has 5% lactic acid, which is pretty fucking high. Um, the Ordinary, which is another skincare brand that's really affordable, um, they have two options. They have a 5% and a 10%. Um, if you've never used a lactic acid, I would start with a 5% and then move into a 10%. I've used the 10% and the 5% by The Ordinary, and I still think that Good Jeans by Sunday Riley is a better option. I think that it's just higher quality ingredients, so it's more effective, but I am aware that it's very expensive. So if you want that effect and you don't want to spend a shit ton of money, um, go with The Ordinary. Um, and then keeping on the topic of um, alpha hydroxy acids, there are a couple of masks that I really, really, really like. So I'm going to talk about them in order of the percentage of um, AHAs. Um, the first one has a 10% AHA and it's by MZ Skin by Dr. Miriam Zamani and it's the Radiance and Renewal Instant Clarity Refining Mask. I fucking love this mask. It's just a really gentle AHA mask and it's just going to, like the fucking name claims, instantly refine and make your skin look more radiant and shit. Um, the other mask that I really like is by Drunk Elephant, which you guys all want me to talk about Drunk Elephant. And I'm just going to say it right now. I don't really like Drunk Elephant. This is probably the only product by Drunk Elephant I've ever tried that I was impressed by, but it's their TLC Sukari Baby Facial. It's extremely overpriced. Um, I'm using it because I already paid for it, but I'm going to be honest with you, wouldn't buy it again. But if you like Drunk Elephant and you like spending money, it's a good mask. Um, it has 25% AHA, 2% BHA, which I will talk about shortly. Um, and yeah, it's just going to resurface your skin. It's like a little mini facial at home. So it's kind of fun. Makes your pores look nice and small. 
And then the uh, last, or actually I'm a liar. It's, no, it's the last AHA mask. Um, the last AHA mask that I like is by The Ordinary and it's 30% AHA and 2% BHA peeling solution. Um, I'm pretty sure this is under $10. It's fucking great. You can also use it on your feet and remove dead skin off of your feet, which is, you won't feel bad because it's like $9, less than $10. So that's just like a fun tip. If you have a lot of dead skin on your feet and your feet are fucking gross, put that mask by the ordinary on, but do not keep it on for longer than 10 minutes. It is called a 10 minute mask for a reason. It will fucking make your whole face red. Um, another chemical exfoliant mask that I like that's a natural option is by Tata Harper. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have like 70 sample sizes of this. I would never fucking buy it. It's really expensive, but if you like spending money, it's actually a really good mask and it's their resurfacing mask and it's made with BHAs. It's natural. It's vegan. You know, it's just, it's fucking good, but it's like one ounce for like $60, which in my opinion is absurd, especially when there are options like the ordinary. I mean, the other two masks I mentioned are also expensive, but you know, whatever. Um, and then another product I really like for exfoliating my skin is by Dr. Dennis Gross and it's their alpha beta extra strength daily peel. So you would basically, it's like a two-step cotton pad that's soaked in a like treatment and it comes pre-packaged like with step one and step two um you can use it day or night you're not going to rinse your face after so immediately after you wash your face you're going to want to go in with this i really fucking like this product i think it's actually incredibly effective if you want to incorporate a chemical exfoliant and they have different levels of it i have the extra strength one because my skin can fucking handle it. But um, if your skin can't, there are other options. And it has a lot of really good acids in it. So it has glycolic acid, which we've already talked about, which is going to help with reducing the sign of aging. It has salicylic acid, which you're probably familiar with. It reduces pore blockage and just all that shit. Um, it has mandelic acid, which is anti-redness, uh, anti-irritation. Basically, you know, you're using all these acids. So mandelic acid is going to kind of help to calm it down. And I know a lot of times we associate the word acid with like, it's going to burn me, but there are actually certain acids that don't like hyaluronic acid. Um, it also has lactic acid, my fucking favorite acid in the whole world. Like if I could trip on one acid forever, it would be fucking lactic acid, um, which supports natural cell renewal. It also has citric acid, malic acid, and it also has willow bark extract. Um, but yeah, basically um, BHAs are beta hydroxy acid. They're really, really, really good if you have fucking acne. So if your skin is really oily, you're going to want to use more BHAs than AHAs. Um, I like using a really low dosage of BHAs because I don't really have acne prone skin. So that's what works best for me. Um, and my concerns is mainly more so making sure my skin tone is even, making sure my pores are small and I'm, you know, smoothing out any wrinkles that might be there. Um, so that is fucking acid for you. I hope that answered your question. It was a lot longer, um, than I thought, but oh my God, I just realized you also asked about retinols. Okay, I'm going to try to make this as concise as possible. Retinols and retinoids are similar but different. They're both derivatives of vitamins A, which is going to help boost your cell turnover, which basically means your, means your skin is going to look more youthful. So as you get older, your cell turnover slows down. So that's why you don't have baby skin anymore. Uh, but yeah, basically retinols are going to help prevent lines, wrinkles, brighten, have a more even skin tone, reduce acne. Um, just they're fucking, they're great. Um, I, like I said, I like using a retinoid and I like to use what's called a sandwiching method, which means I will go in with an oil first, then go in with a retinoid, then go in with a rich cream because retinoids can be extremely drying to your skin. Like after you apply it, you're going to want to wash your hands because if it stays on your hands, your hands are going to start peeling. Um, and if you've never used it before, you're gonna wanna start by using it two times a week maximum and again, slather that SPF on during the fucking day. For me personally, I could use a retinoid every fucking night of the week and my skin is totally fine. Um, 
So yeah, like I said, retinol, retinoids are similar, but they're different. Different Retinoids are stronger, so you're going to see results faster. Um, retinols are not as strong, so you will see results. It just won't be as quickly, if that makes any sense. So I would recommend using a retinoid personally. And like I said, A plus by Sunday Riley is it's fucking A plus, man. It's a really appropriate name. Moving along, a question I received multiple times was, how do you get rid of a pimple under the skin? So when you get a pimple under your skin, it is actually cystic acne. So it is in fact under your skin. It's not like a regular pimple that's going to like come to a head at the top. It's under your fucking skin. Um, the most important thing about these pimples under your skin is don't try to squeeze them out. Don't try to pop them. All you're going to do is push it in deeper, spread the infection, and it's going to get more inflamed. It's super tempting because cystic acne is usually kind of a little bit more painful. You can feel it like throbbing under your skin. So you want to just fucking get it out, but don't do that because you will regret it forever. Um, so yes, don't fucking pop it. Um, I like to treat cystic acne slowly but powerfully you can you know put a shit ton of really strong acne treatments on it and dry the fuck out of your face but then you're gonna just have a big dry patch I like to treat it at the root and like effectively so two ingredients I really 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 fucking like for cystic acne or any breakouts in general which I also received a bunch of questions like how do you get pimples motherfuckers I get pimples and I actually post on Instagram about them so when I get them I do talk about them a lot in fact I won't ever shut the fuck up when I have a pimple like I'm like it's looking at me um but yeah two ingredients I really like the first one is sulfur um and then for sulfur I like using either a product that I got literally from Walgreens that was six dollars it's by De La Cruz and it's called sulfur ointment and it has 10 percent sulfur you could buy it on Amazon it's super fucking cheap another product I use is from Sunday Riley it's actually a sulfur acne treatment mask I don't ever use this as a mask I only use it as a spot treatment it's also 10 percent um sulfur so I'm going to be honest with you, the one by Sunday Riley was sent to me, so that's why I use it, but the sulfur from Dilla Cruz that's like $7 at Walgreens is going to kind of do the same thing, but it's also an ointment, so it's invisible on your skin, whereas the mask from Sunday Riley is a mask, so it's going to kind of look like a little white mask on your face, but basically sulfur is more gentle than other acne treatments or other acne treatment ingredients. A lot of acne treatments will have sulfur in it, but there's also really harsh ingredients in acne treatments. So that's why I like sulfur. It's just going to absorb any excess oil and help unclog your pore, which when you have a breakout, that's really what you want to do. You want to unclog the pore so the infection underneath the skin, on top of the skin, wherever the fuck it is, can come out and also absorb any excess oil so that the infection is minimized. Um, the other ingredient I really like, which my dermatologist actually recommended to me when I did have cystic acne once and freaked the fuck out and went there and was like, I've been doing this and this and this, how the fuck do I get rid of it? And she was just like laughing at me. Um, actually, I went to a different dermatologist this one time, so she wasn't familiar with me, but it was like an emergency and I couldn't go to my other dermatologist and it was just very dramatic. So I had to go to another lady and she did not know me or my crazy so she was like who the fuck is this bitch um but yeah the second ingredient is camphor um it reduces inflammation and prevents skin damage so it's fucking great i like using um, a mask by origins it's the out of trouble 10 minute mask and apparently rihanna likes this i heard that somewhere i don't fucking know but i would never put this all over my face because i don't have acne prone skin i would assume if you do have acne prone skin it's probably great for your entire face i like using it as a spot treatment i'll put it on go to sleep whatever but yeah it basically has camphor in it and camphor is really good for reducing inflammation and preventing skin damage so a lot of times when you get acne as you guys probably know it kind of leaves a scar camphor is going to help avoid leaving that scar um i also will use um, a pimple patch. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. There are little clear stickers that you could put on pimples. I like using the Acne Pimple Master Patch by Cause RX. I order them on Amazon. It's like a Korean brand and it absorbs impurities in oil and it also helps to draw the impurities to the surface, especially if you have cystic acne under the skin. This is going to help bring it to the surface, which again, it's going to be super tempting to pop it. Don't fucking pop it. Don't fucking pop it because you will then have to see a dark spot on your face for a year as opposed to a gross pimple for like a week. 
So, you know, choose your battles, guys. And then, in my opinion, the most important part of having any blemish, cystic acne, whatever the fuck, on your skin is helping your skin recover. And just pretty much getting that area to look fucking perfect. Um, I've been using a product by Aven for years. Aven is also a great fucking brand. It's not super expensive. It's a French drugstore brand. I love it. Um, I use Aven Sickle Fate Post-Procedure Skin Recovery Emulsion. Um, I one time had a colorless mole removed from my face and my dermatologist recommended this to me. I don't know why I keep talking about my dermatologist. But he recommended it to me and I was like, dope I already have that and I've been using it for fucking five years where the fuck have you been and he was like yo there's something wrong with you why do you even know about this product you weird weird person so basically if you get a skin procedure done this is what your dermatologist is going to recommend to you but you can fucking buy it anywhere so yay um it basically restores your skin and does not irritate it at all which is dope the ingredients basically help facilitate skin recovery, maintaining a healthy skin environment for optimal recovery. And no joke, if you have any fresh scarring on your face, use this. It's not going to work as well as an on an old scar, but if it's fresh and you start using this shit, it's going to go away and you're going to be like, yo, I think I love Noral Caldi. And I'm going to be like, yo, you're welcome. This leads me to another question I received quite a few times, which is products or tips for correcting hyperpigmentation. Um, basically, hyperpigmentation is going to be the dark scars that your skin has after you have any type of breakout, especially cystic acne. Your skin is going to look like shit after you have cystic acne. But if you do these things, it will go away. The first thing you need to do is make sure you're wearing fucking SPF during the day. I don't know how many times I can fucking reiterate the importance of SPF, but basically if you have hyperpigmentation, it's just excess melanin that's forming on your skin and the sun is going to increase melanin. So if you're not protecting your skin, that dark spot is just going to get darker and darker and darker and you're going to fucking hate yourself for having a random dark spot on your face. And then you're going to be like, why God, why didn't I listen to Noor? And I'm going to be like, fuck you. Why didn't you listen to me? So step one, hyperpigmentation, make sure you're fucking slathering SPF on. Um, also use a vitamin C serum. That's going to help with that shit. And like I said before, vitamin C in combination with SPF, it's fucking magical. So that's really going to brighten the area. Um, I also like to exfoliate the area with usually a lactic acid. I'm a chemical exfoliant kind of girl. For the most part, physical exfoliants aren't great. Um, the only exfoliant I like other than my chemical exfoliants is one by Dermalogica. It's the daily microfoliant and it's a rice-based exfoliant, which if you've never used a rice-based exfoliant before, you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it comes out like a powder and you mix it with water and you rub it into your skin and it's not aggressive. And I can use this daily microfoliant every day. In fact, I do use it almost every single day in the shower, unless I plan on using a really harsh chemical exfoliating mask. I will use the Dermalogica microfoliant. It's that gentle that you can use it every day. And I can't say that about many exfoliants. Um, it also has a little bit of salicylic acid in it, which is fun and fresh um and it's going to make your skin look really bright because you're exfoliating it and you're going to have less visible pores so yeah exfoliating getting rid of those dead skin cells is going to help get rid of that dark spot so if you do all those things you will not have hyperpigmentation unless you're stupid and you pick your fucking acne then it will be there forever I also received several questions about blackheads and how to get rid of super stubborn blackheads. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, exfoliating will help, but for the super stubborn ones, you should probably go get a facial and get extractions, which basically means your facialist is going to actually get the blackhead out. Um, I have gotten to the point in my skincare career where I do my own extractions I would not recommend doing this unless you feel very, 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 very comfortable because you can actually badly scar your skin. Um, I use an ex um, extraction tool. Um, fuck, it's by Tweezerman, I'm pretty sure. And um, I make sure that my skin is really supple, meaning I either just got out of a shower or I just steamed my face with a facial steamer. Um, the facial steamer I use is just some random one that I got on Amazon. It was like under $30. It works great. Um, but yeah, I will basically very gently press the extraction tool against the blackhead and the, the blackhead should immediately come out. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, just 
go get a facial. And I know that seems like, nor like I don't have a million dollars, but like you can really get facials for like $70, which is still not cheap, but your skin is going to look great after. And if you get extractions, I would say get them like every two to three months, you're not going to have any blackheads. And if it bothers you that much, then I think it's totally worth it. Um, the only thing I like getting done when I get facials other than like treatments is extractions. But ever since I started doing extractions at home, I have no need to get facials anymore. But again, unless you feel super fucking comfortable with your skin, don't, don't do it. Like I'm just a crazy bitch. Um, a question I received again, quite a few times is the best product for very dry, dehydrated skin. Um, I thought that this was interesting because I feel like a lot of times people are confused between the difference between dry and dehydrated skin. Dry skin is something that you're kind of born with and your skin basically just lacks in oil. It's usually really rough, dry, flaky, red. Um, if you have dry skin, you just need to be using really moisturizing products. But you also want to use really gentle, non-abrasive products because if you have really dry skin, your skin is very easily irritated. So I would recommend using moisturizers by like CeraVe, which is very inexpensive, um, but also no fragrances in your product, nothing really hard. You're not going to want to use really like any type of acids, to be completely honest with you. You're going to want to use very soothing calming products on your skin so think like soothing calming like honey and fucking anything with like cannabis oil in it Ooh, ah super soothing if your skin is dehydrated it just lacks water so dehydration can happen to anyone i have a tendency to have dehydrated skin which is annoying as shit because i drink a lot of water and i use a lot of hyaluronic acid so i really don't fucking get it but sometimes it happens to me and like I said, you can drink more water and use products that are rich in hyaluronic acid. You could also use a humidifier in your room at night. So it's basically going to just draw more moisture to your skin. Um, and yeah, uh, also using a ceramide rich moisturizer. Dr. Jart has a whole line that's very rich in ceramides. That's also really great. But I want to just really quickly explain to you what hyaluronic acid is, because if you have dehydrated skin, this is going to be your shit, but also every skin type could use hyaluronic acid because it's great and it's appropriate for all skin types. So this is something I would definitely recommend incorporating into your skincare routine. Um, so your skin cells naturally produce hyaluronic acid to maintain your moisture levels. Those levels can drop because of a lot of things, basically environmental aggressors just fuck with your skin, which is going to make your skin more dull. It's going to create more fine lines. Like you're going to be more prone, prone to wrinkles. You're going to have more of an uneven texture and skin tone. Your skin might feel a little bit bumpy, a little dry. A lot of times people will get these little tiny bumps. A lot of people sent in questions about this, like little tiny bumps on your foreheads that they're not acne they're not blackheads they're not whiteheads they're just little bumps your skin is probably dehydrated so you need a hyaluronic acid and you also should be drinking more water um but yeah hyaluronic acid is like a moisture magnet for your skin when you apply it topically meaning when you apply it through like a serum or something um like i said i've been using the one by l'oreal it's great there are so many good hyaluronic acid serums out there there's one by pestle and mortar and it's their pure hyaluronic acid serum I've used it. I would repurchase it 100%. Um, SkinCeuticals makes a hyaluronic acid intensifier. I've never personally used this specific product by SkinCeuticals, but I've tried other products by SkinCeuticals and they're very high quality. So if you have extremely dehydrated skin, it might be worth investing in the SkinCeuticals one, but also the pestle and mortar one, in my opinion, was great, but I did not have like severely dehydrated skin. But if your skin is dehydrated, you want to use that, but it's also important to be able to distinguish the difference between do I have dry skin? Do I have dehydrated skin? So like I said, dry skin, it's lacking in oils. It's kind of something that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. It's not something that's going to go away. Dehydrated skin is like your skin suddenly feels like, oh, my skin looks dry, but it's not actually dry. It's just dehydrated. Um, so those are some things that you can do to treat that.
All right, I'm going to try to run through the rest of the questions as quickly as possible. Do you apply face oil before or after sunscreen? I would always apply sunscreen last. Um, someone said, how do you use Sunday Riley Good Jeans properly? Please, I keep getting conflicting advice. I would use it. Like I said, it's a lactic acid. I would start off by using it two times a week at night. Make sure you're using sunscreen in the morning. Do not use any other super aggressive products in conjunction, at least in the beginning. Um, when you're using an acid, it is possible that your skin could purge, meaning you might break out immediately, but you have to be able to distinguish the difference between your skin purging and your skin reacting to a product. So if it looks like a rash, stop using it. But if it looks like maybe you have a few more pimples, just be patient. Your skin is just getting rid of all the gunk and gross shit underneath it. Um, also, I do want to mention that that product by Dr. Dennis Gross, the IPL dark spot correcting serum that I said will help with hyperpigmentation. It also has lactic acid in it, which is really great. So if you want to kind of kill two birds with one stone, get rid of old acne scars, and then also just use a lactic acid, that's a really good one to try. Another question I received is, I've had dry skin all my life, but now I have combo skin prone to acne. Any tips to control the oil? Um, you probably don't have dry skin. Your skin was probably dehydrated because if your skin goes from being quote unquote dry to oily, dry skin has no oil in it. That's not going to happen. Your skin was probably just really fucking dehydrated. Sometimes when your skin is dehydrated, what it will do is overcompensate by producing more oil, but your skin is actually still really dehydrated. It's just trying to make up for it. So if that is something that's going on and you feel like your oil is out of control, use a hyaluronic acid. That's going to help balance out the hydration levels in your skin. Um, make sure you're using your moisturizer. Just do a normal skincare routine. I feel like a lot of times when people have oily skin, they think like, oh, I need to like not put oil or moisture into my skin. But like, you got to do it because you got to keep your skin balanced. So I would just do normal shit, maybe incorporate a hyaluronic acid. Um, someone asked, what are your favorite masks? Um, so I talked about my chemical exfoliating masks, but I also really like to use clay masks. Two of my favorite clay masks um, are, again, on the pricier side. Sorry about it. One is also by the French brand Revive. It's the Masque de Glace, which is a purifying clay mask. I really like this because it's a deep cleansing clay mask that firms your skin, but it also hydrates and restores clarity and soothes redness. So it's not your typical clay mask that's just going to suck all the shit out of your skin and then your skin is going to be dry and red as fuck. This skin is going to suck all the shit out of your skin and deeply cleanse it, but then also make it feel nice and hydrated and firm and, and soothed and not irritated. Um, and then another mask that I really like, um, for kind of deep cleansing is by Charlotte Tilbury. It's the goddess skin clay mask that's supposed to lift, smooth, brighten, and tighten pores for babies' soft skin. This shit actually does make your pores look really nice and small. So I enjoy using that. Another mask that I recently started using and am kind of addicted to is by Neutrogena. It's like $2. It's the Hydro Boost Hydrating Hydrogel Mask with Hyaluronic Acid. It's a sheet mask but it comes in two separate pieces. So there's one for the lower half of your face and one for the top half. So it's not fucking annoying and it doesn't slip around. And yeah, it just really fucking hydrates your skin. Your skin looks glowy and it's non-comedogenic, which means it's not gonna clog your pores or anything. And then lastly, a mask that I really fucking love is by Pharmacy. It's spelled pharmacy with an F, not a PH. And it's their Honey Potion Renewing Antioxidant Hydration Mask. Um, usually I will use this after I use either a exfoliating mask or a clay mask because after I use a product like that, I want to just add a little hydration back to my skin. So um, I really like this. It kind of has a warming feeling at because you have to massage it into your skin. Um, would definitely recommend it. And if you don't use a moisturizing mask, that's also something that I would recommend using because I think everyone needs a little extra moisture. Someone asked if I would... Uh, if the Augustinus batter cream is worth the price. Um, I have a whole blog post on heelsandting.com about the Augustinus batter cream. I fucking love it. Um, I told you the La Mer cream, I don't think is worth it. The Augustinus batter cream is absolutely worth it because it was created by a researcher who was looking for a solution to people who are actually burn victims. So think about the skin of a burn victim. 
he's using that same type of skincare technology in this product, which is why the price is so high. Another thing I love about the Augustina's Batter products, which there's only two products, it's the cream and the rich cream. I've used them both. I love them both. Um, you can use it as an under eye cream and as a moisturizer. And genuinely, when I am using Augustina's Batter, I don't use anything else. So literally my skincare routine is wash my face, put on Augustina's Batter cream, put on SPF. And then at night, it's wash my face, put on, I guess, Augustina's batter cream, go to sleep. Um, so if you want to simplify your skincare routine and not buy a fuck ton of products, it's great for, for if you want to have just a simple, effective skincare regimen. And like I said, you can use it under your eye as well. So think of it as the cost is for a moisturizer, um, a serum, and an eye cream. You know what I'm saying? A question I received is, what are the top three skincare products you would recommend to anyone? Top three, SPF, moisturizer, exfoliant. SPF, I love the one by La Roche-Posay. Moisturizer, literally fucking any moisturizer, just as long as you're moisturizing your skin. And as far as exfoliant, I think we all know what the answer is. It's going to be Sunday Riley, good jeans. Um, holy shit, I have been talking for fucking 59 minutes about skincare. Um... If you noticed any weird breaks, I have a cough, like I mentioned, and so I'm stopping it to cough so that you guys don't have to listen to me violently coughing because no one no one needs to hear it. It's actually fucking painful to listen to and to do. Um, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, happy birthday to future Noor. You're 30 now, but your skin looks fucking great because you do all this shit to your face all the time because you're smart. And you're stupid about a lot of things, but you're smart about skincare. And that's why I like you, Nora. You're a fucking fun girl. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. I could talk about skincare forever. I could do a fucking part two of this shit and just do a whole episode about face masks because I love face masks. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Nora E. You can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. You can send in your questions to the Arab Air. Arab American Psycho Instagram via DM, or you can email them to ArabAmericanPsycho at gmail.com. New episode every fucking Sunday. Um, I don't feel like I do this enough, but seriously, if you're not subscribed, just fucking subscribe. If you're still listening, please leave me five stars. Anything less than five stars is unacceptable. Leave me a review. Every review helps me out and helps more people hear the podcast, which is fucking great. Um, and yeah, I will fucking, oh God, am I going to still do the stupid sign off? I'll pod with you guys next week. Can you please fucking help me think of a different sign off? Jesus Christ.